Welcome to Struggleberry Crunch, the best podcast to explore the flavor of your struggle. With your host, Terriana. Hello, Struggleberries. If you are new here, my name is Terriana. And I just want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Struggleberry Crunch. And just let you know, this podcast is centered around changing our relationship with challenges, struggles, and setbacks. It will give you the confidence to know that the only L's in life you should be taking are lessons. Here we receive lessons and we walk out with blessings. So... That's what you can expect when listening to this podcast. And I'm really excited for today's topic because it's near and dear to my heart, something I've experienced before and that I want to uplift other people during this time of creation and coming out of the pandemic. So the topic of today is called the young and the rentless, not to be confused with the young and the restless. It's called the young and the rentless. And to me, that means people moving back home with no money, a dream, a computer, and the little bit of motivation that they have left. And I want to do my best to really shine light on that right now and talk about that and see how I can help in any way by sharing my experience and hopefully we can go from there. So the talking points of today is we're going to talk about the reasons why Um, People like the millennials and the quarter-life crisisers are moving back home from these expensive states, why I'm moving back home, and last but not least, how can you make the best of this time to set you up for success in the future? I'm down to truly dig into that deep today, so just hear me out. So over the past few years, I don't know if you noticed, especially after this pandemic hit, More and more millennials have had to move back home due to the inability to pay rent, obtain affordable health insurance, and maintain and or establish financial independence. And let me tell you, I live in California, in San Diego, California, currently right now, and the rent ever since I moved here has been consistently $1,000 plus. And I know people who are paying $2,000, 15,000, yes, I said 15,000, and so on. But even I know people who are paying like 700 and living in a shoebox with no washer or dryer, and it's getting more and more expensive, and more and more people are piling up. So it's getting to the point where the jobs aren't paying enough, or they're paying as much as they can to stay afloat, but no one can afford their rent. And when you can't afford to pay your rent, you can't afford your bills, which is like the health insurance. I know that I got kicked off health insurance last year, and I actually was kind of excited to start paying my own health insurance until I saw the premiums online, like $600 premiums. That's why you want to get a good job or build your own business so you can get your own health insurance and not to worry about it. But I ended up getting into a job that I I no longer work at that had really good health care insurance. But on my own, I cannot afford it on my own. But I'm willing to try to find a way to afford it because after everything that's happened, it's very important to have that access to health insurance. And people can't afford it, especially young people. And financial independence, especially when you're graduating college, is almost something so far in the far, far, far future. 
I don't even think even the younger generation can fathom that right now if they don't have a plan to have their own by the time that they're out on their own. So here's my backstory with this whole dilemma. I moved out here because I had that same dream, that same computer and motivation, very little money to find myself. And during that time, I had worked a couple ins and out jobs, just trying to make ends meet and do the best that I can. I actually ended up moving back home for a little bit and coming back like six months later because I wanted to make it out here. I wanted to find a way to stay out here because I was meeting so many people. I was doing so many things, but I didn't really have a clear vision of why I was out there. And it was fine paying the, the rent, but half of my income after taxes, which was taking felt like even more of my income was going to rent. And I was able to save money because I had paid off a lot of my debt previously. But now because of, you know, COVID and stuff, I had gotten into a little bit of debt again. But now that I'm older and more experienced, I know how to make a plan to get out of those situations that I've gotten myself into. But my main point for telling you this story is because I worked so hard to get to where I am right now in this city. And I like the place I live at now, coming from living in a hotel for a couple of years, starting off and uh, working at a grocery store to working at a fancy department store and making the most money that I have ever made. Doesn't mean it was like a lot, a lot of money, but it was enough to live the life that I was looking to live. But it didn't make me any more happy because I didn't really take the time to understand what I was hustling for. And now I realize that it's time that I go back home and understand what is worth hustling for. I want to be creative and I don't feel like I have to run myself in the ground anymore to maintain a lifestyle that I don't even want right now. I want to be happy and I want to have my own. And the only way that I know that I can successfully do that right now is if I take a step back instead of take a step forward. And that's by going home. And I'm okay with that. I have a lot less money. I quit all my jobs um, and everything that I had because I know I'm making the right decision because I found things that I love now, like podcasting, acting, life coaching. There's so many creative ventures I want to go into, but I need to take a breath. And you probably do too. You've probably been chasing these dreams and feeling like you have nowhere to go mentally, physically, emotionally. You just feel stuck and you don't know why you're doing it anymore because you've been given the idea of the dream looks like the same to everybody else and it doesn't. Your dream is going to look different from my dream and my dream is going to look different from your dream. So I encourage you to take this time for yourself as much as you can and go back home if you have that luxury to do so. It's fine. And if people judge you for it, they've never truly failed and gotten back up. They're they're just beginning and they might hit the fan one day and it's going to really hurt. But take this as you failing forward. Take this obstacle as an opportunity to grow and a second chance to thrive. Build your life, man. 
And this leads me to my last point where I want to tell you how you can make the best of this time. I've been in this situation before where I've had to move back home, like I just said, and I saved my money. I made a plan and I decided to follow through on it. But it's because I was able to take a breath and sit back. But one of the the main reasons why I was successful in getting back here was because I paid off a lot of my debt. I paid off a lot of debt. And that's my first suggestion to you. If you're going back home and you're not paying any bills or any big bills that your parents are making you pay or your family members, try to pay off as much debt as you can, as much as you can. Medical bills, school bills, um, credit card bills, as much as you can. Because that's going to free up some space for you to invest and do a lot more with a dollar than a credited dollar. Trust me. I believe that wealth is about how much you retain and not necessarily how much you make. And if most of your money is going to credit cards and you're using the credit cards at the same time, you're not going ahead. You're going backwards and you don't even realize you are until years down the line. So this is my suggestion to you. One of the things I did when I was um, 22, 23 was I got into a debt consolidation program with Green Path. They're a nonprofit. Highly suggest you look them up. They were amazing. They were able to talk to the bank that I was in debt with and talk down my interest and set up a small payment every month for me to do. And I did that for about five years and I paid off all that debt. Uh, And I believe I had two credit cards attached to that. And one credit card I paid off in two years, the other one I paid off in the, the next three. And it was so such a great experience. And before you do cancel your credit card, if you choose to do so, remember that it will affect your credit heavily. So make sure you talk to your financial advisor before you do that. But I believe in starting over if you're in over your head, but don't take advantage of that fresh start. Another thing that I can recommend, if you're in hospital debt or any type of medical debt, ask them if they have a financial assistance program. If you have any choice to get financial assistance from the medical institution or the hospital, definitely ask. Asking is your biggest resource to paying off bills. 211. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of 211, but they are a resource hotline by the United Way for any area in this country, whatever city you go into, 211 will be able to give you resources for food banks. Um, help with your taxes, housing, just anything you can think of, legal action. Like they have the resources for days if you can't afford to get the quality help that you need on your own. They have you set up. So those are what things that I suggest. Um, also looking into student loan forgiveness programs. If it's school debt, uh, I highly rec- recommend if you do have school debt, active school debt, do not use your credit card to pay it. You will regret it later. Trust me. Um, Talk to your school financial advisors about that as well. And I can't think of any other debts, but I do think that it's very important to pay off debt during this time of solitude and rethinking your strategy to get ahead. So that's something you definitely can do. The next thing that I highly recommend is going to therapy. A lot of people, especially during this quarantine time and COVID time, have realized that they've had undercover traumas that they haven't been able to deal with. And I think it's amazing opportunity 
if you can like contact, like I said, two one one, or if you're in college right now, sometimes your college will have cheap therapy options for you to get the help and the release that you need so you can live a more fulfilling spiritual life. I can't tell you how much therapy has truly helped me in this last year. I've been going to therapy for many years, but I didn't really appreciate it until this last year when I was forced to sit with myself in solitude. And I think that it should be ongoing, um, like maintenance, just to get you on your feet during this time because it's going to be hard to get back on your feet once you've got off your feet. So please look into resources for therapy. Maybe if you have a part-time job, normally part-time jobs or um, big chains like Whole Foods or Target or things of that nature, they do have therapy options for their employees. Like you may get like 10 free sessions. Um, so look at, look at your work, see if your insurance has any free sessions for you. Where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to do it and you want to improve and build your mindset back up, definitely look into your options. The last thing that I would suggest while you have this time at home is to start networking. We live in a virtual world right now where you can reach people across the sea and state to state. But I I love good old-fashioned face-to-face. And I think really great places to meet people who are doing many different things are places like retail stores, grocery stores, restaurants, like people who are multifaceted, going to college, um, doing music, being creative. So you have so many different people to talk to about your next venture or project. So you have people to interview. So you have people to share experiences with. That's really going to help you with this time too. Like you never know who you might meet who wants to move to the next place that you want to. So you don't end up in the same situation like this time. And I think that it's very important to build those connections because you don't know who's there for a season or a reason or a lifetime. Just think about that. So if there's anything that I said that you consider helpful, please let me know. I know that this time is not easy and you may feel embarrassed. You may feel judged. You may feel like, man, like I don't know what's next in my life. I don't know how I'm going to make it. But I'm here to tell you that you are going to make it. You just need to believe in yourself. And look for the opportunities and the obstacles. Yeah, it's probably annoying to be with your parents or your family members because you thought you left that life behind and you're trying to do your own thing and they're, and they're in your business constantly or they're under your nose. But that's okay. Just their life doesn't stop. But you can go with the motion of the ocean and make it beat to your drum. I hope that makes sense. And last but not least, Struggleberries, I want you to know that no matter what you're going through, this is a safe place for you to struggle and be vulnerable. Come back every week to learn, grow, and get uplifted because we're in this together. I'm curious, why did you move back home? Did you run out of money? Did you need a change of environment? Do you feel lost, disconnected? Do you have any tips that will help other people 
through this process so they can get back on their feet to living their dreams? Let us know. I look forward to hearing your advice, Struggleberries, and what you thought about this episode. Um, Share your story with us. I would love to hear it. And have a great week. Bye.